Welcome to our domain within the realm of the snoot. We are not a cult, religion, band, clique, denomination, faith, or sect, nor do we sell cookies. Yet. We are just of the opinion that our dog Max has the greatest snoot of all snoots. This broadcast contains spoilers, language, and situations that are not appropriate for everyone, especially those with sensitive puppy ears. Opinions expressed within have nothing to do with you, so don't take it personally. And please, keep your pesky politics to yourself. The snoot will have none of that. The hour of judgment has come. The snoot is upon us, and soon his decree shall be known. Tune in now for his latest assessment. Levels. Levels! There you go. We attracted a doggy. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Order of the Snoot. Yes, I say welcome unto thee. <laughs> welcome unto thee, oh, brethren or sister. I don't know how terminology works. Pups. Pups? Mm, that's a nice gender neutral term. Pups. Pups. Welcome. Pups. Welcome to the Order of the Snoot. I am Tab. Ooh. If you've been listening, you do know now that I am the rank of the Snoofle, which means that I'm awesome. And I am Al, which, if you are not aware, I currently hold the rank of the Snozzit. <laughs> which means I am here. Hello, be snooted one. Hi, Theodore. Theodore is also here. Welcome. He is very excited to be part of the cast today. Yes, he is. He's just going to purr, 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 purr. And even though Theo is here, we would like to remind you that we humbly serve the primordial snoot. That is Max. And you've stumbled upon our top secret TV binge podcast that is freely available everywhere podcasts are sold. (laughs) Where we bestow (laughs) our unsolicited opinions to the masses. At the behest of our dog. And maybe our cat. Yes. But we are definitely not a cult. Not a cult. What we talking about today? Burgers. <gasps> a special kind? Well, I mean, there are all kinds of burgers out there. And while I hate to be the one to say Bob's <gasps> burgers, because that just sounds kind of like we're talking about his buns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, we're talking about his buns and meat. That's worse. Yes, it is. That's why I said it. Oh, God. <laughs> we're talking about Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. So, we're excited. We're excited for this one. We are. We have seen every episode. Yes. Available as of so far. As of so far. They start up again this month, which, hey, we'll do an update after this season's over. This is true. hmm But for those who don't know, Bob's Burgers started officially in 2011. Yes, it did. So it's, you know, kind of been around for a while, and it wasn't until, like, the last two years that I even knew about it, so... Yeah, you didn't know about it before I came along? I mean, I knew, but I refused to watch it. Yes. It's real funny, because um, it's one that I didn't really get around to watching that many episodes, but I knew I liked it. It was just like, I really need to just sit and sit and binge these. And uh, my friend Peter, hey Peter, actually gave me a DVD copy of season one. Mm-hmm. And so I have it up on the shelf. Now it's glory. I remember after we started dating, I'm like, hey, so have you ever seen Bob's Burgers? You're like, I don't like the animation. 
I refuse. I mean, it's taken me a while to get used to yeah. the animation. Mm-hmm. It is not a style that I am fond of. Yeah. As far as just the drawing. Would you say you're not fond of it? I'm not fond of it. <laughs> it's better than it could have been, though. Yes, yes. It could be Family Guy. Well, no, no. I mean, like, the animation. Because, you know, originally yeah. it was designed for them all to have giant penis noses. Yes. Yes, we did We did a little bit of uh, research. We did. On this one. And, and that's not me. I did not come up with that line. No. That is a line I read. I think that's a, Lauren, that's a line that uh, Lauren Bouchard used himself. Yes, yes, yes it is. Um, Lauren Bouchard is quoted many different times saying many different things, but one of them is that all the characters were supposed to have huge penis noses. Yes. So... Once again, I reiterate, not me. Yes. Not my description. No, Lauren Bouchard previously has done many eccentric things like Lucy Dar the Devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was responsible for Dr. Katz way back in the day. Um, and I think this is his magnum opus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, along with you know the, the Molyneux, I think they're sisters? I'm not sure. But anyway, they're like the... the one of the main showrunners, Wendy and Lizzie Molyneux. I follow them on Twitter. They're real, real funny. You caught some episodes on cable and went, hmm. And then I noticed that I would come home some nights and you'd just have it on. And I think that's the first indicator I got. And I went, oh, she's watching Pop's Burgers. Yes, I caught very random episodes whenever it just happened to rerun. Uh-huh. And it was just like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this can be funny. And then I caught some really funny episodes, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, I can overlook mm-hmm. the terrible yeah. sketching, in my opinion. And, and I can really focus on the storyline, and it's just... And the characters. And the characters, and yes. And just... it's very funny. It is not what I expected. It's a very <laughs> adult animation. Extremely, yeah. So it is not for... Well, I take the back. Children could watch it. Yeah. It's it's they may not get it all though. Yeah, it's at like, least not the way it's intended to be got. Yeah, it's like Simpsons level mm-hmm. as far as like uh, maybe a little bit higher. It, it may fl- it may fly over some heads. Yeah, which is fine. So yeah, Bob's Burgers. Um, Bob's Burgers. That's our history with it. And then at first we were going to do like just random episodes, like we started in season three or four, whatever. Yes. Then we went back. And then we went forward again. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we just finally went, okay, let's start from one yeah. and work our way up. Yeah. And then we just mm-hmm. sort of, it, it's our go-to. We still throw it on. We do, actually. Mm-hmm. It's very good for yes. background. And then you look up and... <laughs> <laughs> and of course, every time, like, even if we're, like, kind of doing something else while watching it, mm-hmm. every time I gotta look up at the opening when that theme starts and go... Mm-hmm. What's the store gag? What is the store gag? <laughs> what's what's the pest control gag? <laughs> <laughs> yes, so the first few episodes did not did not change them. Yeah, well not the uh not the pest control Not anyway. the pest control. Yeah. But they changed the storefront. So mm-hmm. if you're going to watch this, if you have watched this, pay attention mm-hmm. in the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. But mostly the beginning and you'll see that the storefronts around Bob's Burgers they change except for mort except course. for morts yeah and and then the pest control van that comes in changes mm-hmm. and we actually um we, we wrote down a few of the best ones for you we did as yeah. examples mm-hmm. so since mine changes after yours why don't you start 
When I start? Okay. So, uh, this is the storefronts, right? Yes, storefronts. Hannibal's Dead Animals Taxidermy. Yes, wire hangers. <laughs> Year-round Halloween store closed for Halloween. Does your face hurt? Beauty supplies. Scroto Rooter Vasectomy Clinic. Break-A-Bear Teddy Bear Disposal. Sit and Spin Pottery. Our carpets match our drapes. Home furnishings. Don't go there. Cautionary Sign Store. Wolf in Cheap Clothing Discount Pet Apparel. Betty's Machetes. Fire Distinguishers. Put out your fire with flair. Carl's Pre-Owned Indoor Outhouses. Rude a baconing Cakes for people you hate. Get off my back. Tramp stamp removal. Don't go chasing waterbeds. 100 cent store. 1% off sale. Paul's Risers. Bleachers, platforms, and stages. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You have to pay close attention to really be able to read them. Mm. I have the exterminator vans. These are just a mm. few. Rats all, folks. Exterminators. Wicked Witch of the Pest. Exterminators. Mouse arrest. Exterminators. Hickory Dickory Dead, The Mice Man Cometh. If you give a mouse a poison, sugar and spice and a lot of dead mice. Pest control. Murder She Roach, So You Think You Have Ants. Killing Fleas Softly with Our Spray. Squish Squish Bang Bang, Silence of the Ants, Weapons of Mouse Destruction, and Sexual Healing Exterminators. The bugs are coming from inside the house. <laughs> They're great to watch out for because not only do the sayings change, but, you know, the art changes on them. Mm -hmm. There's one with Santa Claus. There's a few with Santa Claus puns mm -hmm. and reindeer puns. You know, they, they change for the holidays. And they're all, of course, puns on things that you know. So if you look them up, even, they'll tell you what they're punned off of. Mm -hmm. So, And one of the things that, because uh, I looked at a list with pictures mm -hmm. of all the different ones. And I think my favorite feature of all of them is when they have a neon sign accompanied with them. Mm -hmm. They're always themed. Yes. And it's it's really fun to look at. Yeah, no, the art is always mm -hmm. well done. That's my shit. Yeah. The art, is, it always goes very well with the pun. Yes. I can attest to this. It's very, very good. And these are not the only puns you will see in there. They mm -hmm. also do a burger of the day. Yes, which you really have to look for because they're often obscured. Yes, so you have mm -hmm. to watch throughout the whole episode, pay attention. Mm -hmm. And I have also written down a few of those for you. Um, in case you didn't know, there is a cookbook. Mm-hmm. Bob's Burgers Cookbook, which love to get cre give credit where it's due because there's one guy that's responsible for that. Yeah, I think and, I have it written down. Oh yes, please. And it's he is a fan that did that does like a fan blog. Cole Bowden. Yes. Uh, he did a fan blog where he basically made all these in real life. And the sh the uh, people that do the show loved it so much that they uh, they allowed him to publish a cookbook. Yep. They chose their favorites. Yep. The blog has been mm -hmm. running for over four years, mm -hmm. and they've never made a bad burger yet. <laughs> the author is Cole Bowden, and he has worked with the show to make the cookbook. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Yep. So, anyway, the cookbook will have uh, some of these in there. This mm -hmm. is, again, not all of the burger you will see. Just our favorites. Just our favorites. So, mm -hmm. um, new baconings comes with bacon. The child molester comes with candy. Oh my god. Foot feta-ish burger. Mission a cornflished burger comes yeah. with corn salsa. Pepper don't preach burger. The fig et about it burger. Olive and let die burger. I created a monster burger. Charred to a crisp burger. The one yam band burger comes with yams. Little Swiss Bunshine Burger, Sweaty Palms Burger, comes with Hearts of Palm, the Jack-O-Lintle Burger, the One Horse Open Slaw Burger, comes with Slaw, 
No horse. I fought the slaw burger and the slaw one. Texas Chainsaw Massacre Burger. Subconscious burger on a sub roll. <laughs> I had a lot more. I had to pare mm-hmm. it down. It's very hard to do. It is, yes. So I hope oh, you've enjoyed some of our lists. Yes. Yeah, this show loves its puns. Something I very much appreciate. Mm-hmm. And they'll have uh, random stores scattered about. Yes. Let's get into some characters. Some delicious, delicious characters. Mmm, they mm-hmm. taste so good. Yes. Incidentally, according to Mr. Lauren Bouchard, apparently this uh, started out as a being a show about um, a family of cannibals. Yeah. Who ran a burger restaurant. And well, it evolved from there. Like they kinda they kinda loosely took that plot as their pilot episode. So I went from there. Yes, because their very first episode was uh called Human Flesh. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, it was a good episode. For it a pilot a episode. episode, it was mm-hmm. it was really quite funny. As far as characters go though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, there's always the main character. Yes, we got Bob. Bob. Which I think uh though that was one of your things, like before we before we start watching it, you're just like, yeah, I can only hear Archer. <laughs> it's true, because mm-hmm. is it Hugh? It's H. John Benjamin. H. John Benjamin. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was going to say. Are you fine? <laughs> he, uh, he voices Archer. He yes. also voices Bob. And it's the same voice. It's the same voice. <laughs> and I, I still hear Archer. <laughs> and it's taken me a long time not to hear and associate that voice. Yes. 100% with Archer or Arby's. Arby's? Yes, he does Arby's commercials. Oh, does he? Yes. Oh, man. Now at Arby's, you can get 30 euros for $90. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. I love H. John Benjamin. Yes. I mean, he's got a good voice. <laughs> he does. And he... Um, I used to think that he was just a man of one voice, because everything I heard or saw him in, he's, he's just doing, you know, the, the real low... Mm-hmm. Like, just almost deadpan, but kind of, mm-hmm. you know. And then we got deep into Bob's Burgers. I thought, oh, that's that's Ace John Benjamin falsetto. And Jimmy Jr. is just Ace John Benjamin pitched down. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I guess he does have some range. <laughs> With a lisp. <laughs> With a lisp. Yes, exactly. he does a few characters. He's Kuchikopi <laughs> in the Flewies episode. And, apparently, <sighs> and he can sing. Yes. Which is funny because he does a jazz album. It's like 15 minutes long. And uh, the joke, be- the entire joke being he can't play instruments. Oh, well. <laughs> you can find it on Spotify. But anyway. Okay. So, yes. A little bit on H. John Benjamin. But yeah, Bob is kind of a deadpan guy with a, kind of a silly bent. Bent? Uh, like a silly edge. Oh, okay. Like a, because he... Uh, he very much loves running his restaurant, and... He loves burgers. He loves burgers, and, and he... And turkeys. And turkeys. <laughs> yes, he does. I think that he loves them too much. Too much. He Every time he makes a turkey, he has conversations with it. He has conversations with the burgers, too. With, yes. In fact, with, he has conversations with all inanimate objects. All inanimate objects and food. <laughs> and food. Uh. <laughs> and, uh... But I guess he has the longest conversations with the turkey. Yes, he does. The most in-depth <laughs> <laughs> personal like, conversations. I don't remember the script exactly, but like, so, uh, want to be basted now? Yes, please. 
Cheers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That that good for you? Yes, that's perfect, Bob. You're the best. <laughs> oh no, stop. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. Just oh. so so silly. He almost all almost exclusively does it when he's alone. Yes. <laughs> but he has been caught. Mm-hmm. Linda will often tell him to stop. Mm-hmm. And then he'll continue after she's done. Exactly. But yes, he loves making the burgers with punny names. Like, that's his, like, draw for his restaurant. Tis his thing. Tis his thing. And moving on, there's Linda, his wife. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's, um... Eccentric. Eccentric, yeah. Yeah. Eccentric, very silly, very much. Uh, I have put down here, uh, Bob's equal and opposite. To an extent. To an extent. Yes. She has a very kooky, off-the-wall sensibility. Yes. So Mm -hmm. she's either pushing him to do things or pulling him back from things. Yes. In equal measure. Oh, she's funny. She is really, really funny. She makes me think of my mom if my mom were funny. (laughs) She had her moments. I mean. Yeah. But I mean. (laughs) Yeah. She's voiced by John Roberts. Everybody except Louise is a guy. Voiced by. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. In the main family. In the main family, yes. That extends to side characters, too, but not all of them. Not all of them, no. Yeah. Because Andy and Ollie are done by the Silverman yes, they sisters. Are. So. Yeah, and they're, they're boys. Mm-hmm. So they kind of switched it. They do. They flip-flop a lot, which is cool. No, one of the things that, that you have to say about Linda is she is not afraid to say anything. Nope. That comes to mind. Nope. No word is out of bounds. Nope. No thought is out of bounds. Mm-hmm. It comes to the top of her head, and it just rolls out of her mouth. Mommy doesn't get drunk. She just has fun. <laughs> and it's very funny. It is really funny. In fact, I have one of her quotes down here. Yes, please. Because yes. I wrote down a few of them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, she likes to sing a lot. <clears throat> yes. And one of her famous songs is Running Down the Gutter with a Piece of Bread and Butter. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, that, that's just one of the things she says. Another thing she might say is, hit him in his handsome groin. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. Oh, my God, I can't do it. And no one sheds like this family. It's like a bunch of chupacabras. <laughs> She's mm-hmm. pretty funny. She's pretty funny. It's just whatever comes in rolls mm-hmm. out. Like when uh, the kids ask uh, her sister Gail to sing for Topsy in mm-hmm. the the play where uh, Thomas Edison electrocutes an elephant. Mm-hmm. Could have asked me to sing. I could have sang, but you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or when the kids ask her, where do babies come from? She looks at them straight on and says, you all came out of my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Like, don't you know this? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Just. Straight into it. Oh, my gosh. So, but then after Linda comes comes her awesome, even more eccentric sister, Gail. I mean, we, like, crazy. We just watched, like, the first episode that she appears in. Mm-hmm. The art crawl. The art crawl. <laughs> she paints animal buttholes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very, very funny. They it even show funny. how she was inspired to paint animal buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> she saw what a... Um, gopher? What, like a gopher turn around dig a hole and she's like looking at it like oh yeah she's singing to his ass singing a song. <laughs> yes like, oh a wondrous beauty or whatever yeah yeah 
something along those lines. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh. She's um she's a bit eccentric. She likes art mm-hmm. and she likes cats. Mm-hmm. And she's very insecure. Extreme. Extremely. Like there's an episode where she goes after Bob. Yes. Like uh, as far as like a romantic thing, mm-hmm. her sister, uh, yeah, Linda is just like. Uh, she's been like this the entire time. When I was in high school, I was dating this other guy. She, I let her think that she was also dating him until she was able to move on. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're okay with this, Linda? Yeah, she's <laughs> perfectly fine with it. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. There's even, a, there's even a track off the soundtrack, which is excellent, by the way. Mm-hmm. Volume 2 just came out on Spotify, where she sings one way or another. <laughs> one way or another. I'm going to get you, Bob. I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find you, Bob. I'll find you. I'll find you. <laughs> <laughs> There's even a bit at the end of the track where the the actress just, just breaks character and cracks up. Oh, I can imagine. It's really funny. How could you not? I mean, she, she'd be crazy. She'd be crazy. And then there is Tina, T- the oldest daughter. Tina. 13. Is She's- she 13? She, yeah, I think she's supposed to be 13. Horny teenager. She's extremely horny. Yeah. Likes butts and boys and boys' butts. And horses. And horses. And zombies. <laughs> and zombies. She has romantic fantasies about zombies. And she writes erotic fan fiction. Or what she calls erotic friend fiction. Yes. About her actual friends. friends. And zombies. <laughs> and zombies. <laughs> yes. And she dreams about them. Yeah. I mean... There's a lot of zombie and mm-hmm. and boy mm-hmm. fantasy fantasy stuff yes. going on, and it's really funny. Especially uh, since she's so quiet. She's very and yeah. very reserved. She's very quiet and reserved, and the responsible one. Mm-hmm. She's played by Dan Mintz, Jeez. who really who funny. we caught in an episode of Silicon Valley. Couple episodes. Couple episodes, which we may talk about that one. Down the road, maybe, maybe. But I first saw that sh- that show when I hadn't seen Bob's Burgers, didn't know who he was, and then like he said, he only has a few lines in the episode, but he started talking. I was like, Tina, yes. <laughs> and I then I turned to you and I'm like, Do you recognize that voice? You're, for a long time, you're like, No. And I just I said a line from Bob's Burgers. You're like, Oh, yeah. And then that's Tina. all we could hear. Yep. <laughs> And then I was just totally enthralled by, it's a dude. It, yes. It's a dude. Yes. Hi, Tina. Are you in the wall or in my horse poster? Please say horse poster. I'm a horse. <laughs> I mean, I can see the thing. <laughs> like, the reason it catches me off guard is because the voice isn't overly feminine. No. Nor is it underly feminine. No, it's not like Venture Brothers uh, Dr. Girlfriend level. Of like, you know, it's obviously a guy talking for it, but And nor is it Linda level, where it's it's a dude, but he... But he just blends. It blends, it yeah. sounds very feminine. It's, it's just right in the middle. Yeah, this one is just so... It could tip either it's, way, really. It's just his natural voice. Yes. Which is even funnier. It's so soft. <laughs> it's so soft. It's so velvety soft. Yeah. <laughs> she does, like, little outbursts where she'll just, like be stuck in a loop yes where she go ha 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 uh-huh. ha ha or uh, <laughs> uh, uh yeah <laughs> or she doesn't know what to do yes uh, 
more frantic than yes. my stress. <laughs> This is real funny. It's very funny. She's <laughs> she's the logical one in the family. Yes, I like Tina very much. Yeah. So then comes her younger brother, younger middle brother. child. Yes. Jean. Jean, played by Eugene Merman. <sighs> I don't know what to say about Jean. Yeah. I think he embodies this family in the gasp mm-hmm. ratio aspect. Do you say gasp ratio? Gas. Gas. He's the fart, the he's, farter. He's the fart king. The fart king. And the belch king. Fart, 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 fart. Every fart is a work of art. Don't know where to begin. Don't know where to start. Farts will set you free. But otherwise, <laughs> he's a uh, what I would expect a typical boy of his age would be. I don't know. I've never been around them. Yeah. As far as a sibling. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I didn't grow up with a brother. So, can't say that, but he's not like Malcolm in the middle sibling. He's more, uh, he grew up with two sisters. Yeah, he's, um, mm-hmm. he's sweet. He's very sweet. He And in touch with his emotions. Yes, he is a mama's boy. But he's also disgusting. Yes. <laughs> he's disgusting. He names his farts Tony. Uh-huh. He uh he is constantly playing a Casio keyboard. Constantly. He with... bottles his farts. <laughs> I forgot about that. He bottles his farts. He likes uh-huh. to be naked. Yes, he, he does. He has no qualms about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all kinds of... All kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I dropped that. <laughs> he's eating breakfast, and mm-hmm. it just... He's naked, and it drops. He's like, oh, <laughs> that feels kind of nice. Oh, <laughs> it's just like... One of the preview tracks for Volume 2 was him just singing, I'm a little tiger. I'm a sexy little tiger. Rawr! And Bob in the background saying, no, no, Gene, don't do not do No, don't say that. <laughs> Gene. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I think I have a couple of quotes for him, too. Yes, I yes. had some for Tina, too, but... Oh, yes, yes. What doesn't break my testicles only makes them stronger. You should know when you hold hands with me, you're holding hands with everything I've ever eaten. <laughs> yep. And that fairly perfectly describes him. He's a disgusting that, boy. That is a good description, yes. <laughs> and then I, I will give you the Tina quotes I forgot to give you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure they're ones that everybody has probably seen without even knowing it. Mm-hmm. And one of them was, I'm not a hero. I put my bra on one boob at a time like everyone else. <laughs> Your ass is grass and I'm going to mow it. That's this pretty much how that works. One other, one other uh, small fact about Tina is that in the original drawings, uh, she was a boy. Yes, she was supposed to be a boy, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Yes, Daniel. But then they uh, they changed her to a girl, which I imagine they retrofitted the personality. Mm-hmm. But I think she works better as a girl. I think it would have worked either direction. Yeah. And most of the stuff that they put her through would have worked either direction. It would have, yeah. And some of it would have made more sense as a boy, but no, it, yeah. it makes it even more disgusting as a girl. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like my crotch itches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one. Yes. Like, are you telling me this as a worker or as your as your daughter? As my daughter. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Are you telling me this as my worker or my daughter? Because mm-hmm. you really shouldn't be telling me this either way. <laughs> uh huh. Go tell your mom. Everybody know that Max is chewing on a box. He's chewing on a box. He's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Now he's kind of stuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's 
stuck in the box. Oh, the box attacked him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to run from the box. Step one, put your pup in the box. <laughs> Step two, <laughs> put a lid on that box. Step three, oh, oh, a put hole, a lid on the box. Cut a hole in the box. No. I think that was step one. Uh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. What are you singing? You don't know Dick in a Box? No. Oh, wait. What in a box? Dick in a Box. No. <laughs> I need to show it I to you. I don't care to watch it's this. It's so great. It's SNL classic I... with Justin Timberlake and uh, I think Andy Samberg of Lonely Island. I don't think you would. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> commenting on this. It's from a while back. It is actually very funny. I need to show it I'm, to you I'm at sure. some point. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Tina's other quote. It's also terrible. Go ahead. If we see any mermaids, I'm going to ask them where their merginas are. <laughs> Which is actually mm-hmm. a really good question. <laughs> it's really funny. Because you never see Ariel wearing a thong. Nope. <laughs> I saw a thing on this recently. If mermaids act like fish, then they technically, gender would be a weird concept to them because fish can just flip them depending on what the school needs. Yeah, but they still have an anus. I don't know what that has to do with it, but okay. Well, you never see a mermaid with an anus. Yeah, they have one somewhere. Where? Where's Mm. their mergina? (laughs) I think that's a great question. I need to know. It's wherever it is. <laughs> it's important. It's important to you. It's important, mm. it's important to Tina. Have, have it's important you, to me. Haven't you seen that the Futurama where Fry's like, I don't get it. What's happening here? She's like, I release my eggs and then I leave and then you release your sperm. And Fry's like, uh, runs away. Say, why didn't I get the other type of mermaid with the fish part on top and the lady part on the bottom? You don't remember that one? No, I didn't know there was such a thing. <laughs> yeah, the one where they go to the lost city of Atlanta. Yeah, but I don't remember. I don't remember there being a fish part on top and a lady part on. No, bottom. no, that's just what he says. I know, while but I'm away. gonna say I'm, I'm, I don't. I didn't think that was a thing. Uh, oh my gosh, we're on a totally different we're on subject a now. Different subject. That's, bringing it back, bringing it back. Bring it back to another cartoon. So anyway, that's Jean. And now, the, the favorite, Louise. Oh, Louise. Voiced by the great Kristen Shaw. My Bit. favorite character and idol. Question one. It's my daddy! How did you first get into bank robbing? Me and a buddy of mine, we just kind of... Fell into it. You know, I had a gun. I needed some money. All right, kiddo, we've had our fun now. Hand over the... So, just a couple more questions. She always wears the bunny hood. I don't understand the bunny hood, but I have accepted the bunny hood. Yes, I like the bunny hood. I think it's great. You know, she never, ever takes it off. And even when it is off, you still don't see her head. You still don't see her hair. Although, you know... Looking at just the bits they're poking out, it's very much suggested she has her mom's hair. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. How could she not? But it's still funny. <laughs> yeah. I find it funny that even when the the hat comes off, she's got something else covering her head every time. <laughs> yes. You never see her hair. Never. No. It's a mystery. Yes. Even when she's in the bath or at the pool or <laughs> this anywhere. Is true. 
She's got she's got the bunny ears. She's got the bunny hood. She is a psychopath. I wouldn't say that. I think no. that she's just incredibly smart. Yes. And and foolhardy and prone to she is getting um, into trouble because she's just she is chaotic neutral. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's mm-hmm. she's gonna be the one to first advise you to kick somebody's ass mm-hmm. and then hold you back mm-hmm. from kicking their ass and make you look good while doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's also going to enslave you to do work for her. Yes. The art crawl episode. Yeah, and you're not going to argue because you're too afraid. Do you think she's coming back? I don't know. I'm so cold. Cut me open and crawl inside me. One of us should live. Okay. Mama's coming back! And Mama better see some paintings! Ah! (laughs) (laughs) And that, yeah, that's pretty much her. She becomes their pimp. Their art pimp. (laughs) What's really funny is... Another small tangent. Kristen Shaw tangent. Mm -hmm. Before I ever saw a frame of Gravity Falls, Mm -hmm. I looked at the characters, looked at Mabel, and went, if she doesn't have Louise Belcher's voice, Mm -hmm. all is lost. (laughs) And she did, and I was so happy. (laughs) Yes, Louise. Yes. She plays a very good Louise. She does. My favorite. That's my daddy in there! (laughs) My daddy! Oh my gosh. Oh, so great. And I have a couple of quotes from her. Mm -hmm. One of which is, I can smell fear on you. (laughs) And that pretty well sums her up. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, what will it take to get you into this rhino anus today? (laughs) That's a fun one from the art crawl. And then, sorry... I'm saving my spit and blood for my honeymoon. <laughs> uh-huh. Because what child thinks to say such a thing? Mm-hmm. In one of the Christmas episodes, she's like, "I and I got a tag remover. Next Christmas is on me." Exactly. And I have that quote on one of the, one of my bank cards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next yes, Christmas she was is on me. very obsessed with the tag remover. It's actually pretty cool. It actually is. One of the security tag. I'm a, security I want to point that out. Security remover, tag yeah. remover. <laughs> oh, yes. She is a master of manipulation. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. She had to be. She's the youngest. Mm-hmm. Manipulate the shit out of everyone. And she still, she wears a green dress, which just throws me for how manipulative she is. Mm-hmm. Green dress with uh, pink bunny ears. Why, why specifically does the green dress throw you? Because she's not extremely girly to be running around in a dress. No. And for the amount of manipulation and chaos that follow in her wake, I don't know. I guess it's the bunny ears that even it out, but the the green dress just makes me go, what? (laughs) I don't know. And maybe it's just me. That is funny. I never thought of it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Anyway, there are a few other side characters that I will briefly mention real quick. Briefly bruised by, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, Mort, the mortician next door. Mm -hmm. I think has a lesser... Uh, presence as the series goes on. Yeah, here and there he's in there, but yeah. he's, he's a fun little side character. When he does show up, he usually brings some good shit with him. He does, yeah. Like the Weekend at Mort's episode. Mm-hmm. Where... Or when they do the play. How many times have they almost killed their father? Many. Like many. they almost they almost cremated him. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've blown him up a couple times, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm, the food truck episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean... Many different ways. 
But Mort came in in the murder mystery episode with all the blood and guts. Ah. <laughs> yep. Mm. <laughs> Very uh, realistic yes. looking. Yes. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. And then there's mm-hmm. um Teddy. Mm-hmm. The handyman and Bob's best friend slash customer. Yes. He's, um... That boy ain't right. Uh, <laughs> he's a little slow. He's a little slow. Uh, he, I think he, it's kind of suggested that he's only his best friend because he hangs around the family a lot. And he has a weird, unhealthy obsession. Like, the, uh... What, with hamburgers? No, with the family. Oh, with the family. Because I'm, I'm just pointing to the Thanksgiving episode where he's asked to, like, watch their house. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Thanksgiving episode. And he keeps having conversations with himself. It's like, oh... Bob's dead, huh? Well, don't worry, Linda. I'll take care of you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, the kids will will like their new stepdad or whatever. It's just weird. Yes. It's like nothing that he would ever, ever, ever follow up on. No. Whenever he thinks anything's going on, in the middle of the night, he'll show up mm-hmm. in his bathrobe. What's going on? Is everybody okay? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, He's like uh, the weird uncle. Yes, he is. He's like the really weird uncle. Mm-hmm. Extremely weird and. A little bit sketchy, but well, only a little bit. Only a little, he's lovable. <laughs> he's, he, lovable. he's a lovable oaf of a of a char- character. Like when he gets his hand caught in the fridge. <laughs> to reach milk, place your hand through Christmas wrist wreath. That sounds fun. Ah! 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 What's going on? Ah! Ah! Oh, man! Ah! Pickles. The yeah. Santa Claus trap, as it were, where they put the milk and cookies in the fridge and he reached through the loop and mm-hmm. got his Reach. hand trapped. Oh my oh gosh. My. It was that was funny. Mm-hmm. The next there's Jimmy Pesto. Jimmy Pesto. Bob's rival across the street. Mm-hmm. The Italian restaurant, as you could tell by the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, always trying to one up him or sabotage him in some way. Some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And he's got a butt of a chin. Yes, he has an ass chin. He does. Mm-hmm. So do his children. <laughs> yes, they do. Having a real rager for your birthday, huh, Bob? <laughs> Keep it down up there or I'm calling the cops. Ha <laughs> ha, you're dumb. No, Jimmy, you're... On your left, ma'am. Oh, oh God. God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh that... <laughs> Can't stop watching. Jimmy, you all right? I'm all right. He'll probably be fine. Tina is very much in love with Jimmy Jr. Yes. But, you know, Tina's in love with every boy her age. Every boy. Mm-hmm. She wants to kiss all of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or look at their butts. Or look at their butts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but Jimmy Pesto's kind of a big character because of the mm-hmm. amount of stuff that he and Bob conflict on. And there's mm-hmm. always the episode where Bob gets the yips and the way he gets rid of them is by wearing Jimmy's underwear. The yips. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the... Uh, the yips is the affliction wherein you forget how to do something you're supremely good at. Yes. So yeah. his was flipping burgers. Uh-huh. He just couldn't flip a burger for the life of him. And it really was very funny. He's trying to figure it out. It's like, I think, okay, so I get it under here. And then I take a second spatula. And I was like, second spatula? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I put just... it on there. Uh, and I uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
And Teddy comes over with Jimmy's underwear. Uh -huh. Bob's like, are they clean? And he smells them. He's like, no. He puts on Jimmy's used underwear. So oh, God. Mm. Mm. Which were an Italian flag, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. The flag of Italy. Yeah. Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah, that was a very funny, very funny episode. It was good. So there, that's Jimmy Pesto for you. And then, of course, mm. there's Mr. Frond. Mr. Frond, who I cannot, like, I'm still trying to figure out the voice because I feel like it's very familiar and yet not at the same time. He sounds like a Muppet. What can we say? I mean, you inspire us, Mr. Frond. And I should probably just continue to do that. He looks like a Muppet. He I, looks I mean, like a Muppet. he likes yes. to play with toys that look like with Muppets. Pu with puppets, yeah. yeah. I, I no, I swear he I swear he was in Avenue Q, but I don't think so. I have no idea. He just he sounded like a Muppet. <laughs> He's the uh counselor, mm -hmm. the school counselor. Yes. And uh he lives to Louise's bane. Yes. <laughs> Louise just despises him. Mm hmm And he really tries to do good. Yeah. He just really sucks at it. Yes, he does. There was a whole episode where he uh, invented a sport that uh, oh what was that called? The kids actually liked. Oh my gosh! He invented this sport, mm -hmm. but he made it for all the kids that are bad at sports. Yes. And surprisingly, all those kids became the best at that sport mm -hmm. and made them jocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, like, Gene keeps trying to sabotage the expansion. Mm -hmm. It's called, uh, it's called Gaga Ball. Oh, that's right. Gaga Ball. Because why not? According to the quote, the best thing about Gaga Ball is there's no catching or throwing. Anyone can play, no matter how, how hopelessly unathletic they are. Like regular-sized Rudy. Yes. Regular-sized Rudy who has every <laughs> affliction you could possibly think of, but the worst being... Mm -hmm. His asthma that lets asthma. him barely even speak. Mm -hmm. And suddenly he becomes a jock at Gaga Ball. <laughs> yes. And Louise can't can't play it to save her life. She doesn't want to either. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they break ground on, like, the expansion of the, the, the Gaga Ball courts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it becomes a whole thing. And then it peters out pretty mm -hmm. quick, but... I guess that's part of the, uh, we'll get to it, but that's also part of the E2 Tina Tambien episode. Yes. And then, of course, the last thing I was going to mention was that they all go to Wagstaff Elementary School. Wagstaff. I can imagine the joke there is exactly what it sounds. I think so, yes. Yes. Um, and it, they have the elementary school in there quite prominently, so. Yeah, Wagstaff, like, there's, this is in an undescript town. Mm -hmm. That's by the sea. In an undisclosed location. They yeah. literally will never tell you where it's at. Yes. Although it's it's uh suggested to be San Francisco like. Yes. Or like on the on the west coast. Somewhere. Like somewhere in the yeah. north. There's they're by a wharf. Yes, they're by a wharf. Wonder wharf. Wonder wharf. Although that could be on the east coast, so what do I know? That's what I'm saying. They purposely yeah. will not tell you where it's at. They will never mention it. Nope. So Yep. Just so you all know. Mm -hmm. It is a fantasy location because it is a cartoon. Yes. Just like Springfield is an undisclosed state. We all know it's Missouri. Nah. Because it's also 
I have to go off on this a little bit because I've spent like a lot of my childhood trying to figure out where Springfield <gasps> is. Just short. I'll keep it short. It is on a... <laughs> Stop counting. She's counting with her fingers. Uh, <laughs> it is simultaneously near mountains, the ocean, um, the desert, and pretty much any American... Stop! Any any American landscape you can think of, Springfield is near it. So, okay, all right, we're at, okay. We'll get back to Bob's Burger. Oh my God! I only got to twenty. You did pretty good. Ah, okay then. <laughs> I'm leaving that entire thing in there. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway. Yes. Okay. So. So anyway, let's get into a little bit of Bob's Burgers. Let's get into, oh yeah, one last small mention, just because it's Kevin Klein, uh, Mr. Fish Odor. Oh yeah, I and meant the to name. mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Fish Odor, which, you know, it's Odor. It has a strange spelling. Fish Odor. Hello, burger people. It's half past rent o'clock. And he oh. is the landlord slash wharf owner. Mm-hmm. Of Wonder Wharf. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is right down the road from Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. And he uh, owns Bob's Restaurant, which also serves as his home because the apartment is right above. No, that's Bob's home, not Bob's Mr. home. Fr- yes, Mr. yes, Fish yes. Odor. Very good distinction. Yeah. But, Mr. But, Mr. Fish Odor lives in a giant-ass mansion. Yes, he does. So... And he is constantly hounding Bob about the rent Always. and like making centric deals with him about the rent mm-hmm. and uh, drives a golf cart around, has a white, expensive looking eye patch. Because mm-hmm. his brother poked out his eyes. Yes. And has a weird, weird, vicious rivalry with his brother. Which mm-hmm. he loves dearly and yes. he allows to live in a treehouse. Yes. <laughs> and when I say treehouse, I mean a mansion of a treehouse. <laughs> There's a two-part where uh, his brother, Mr. Fishoder's brother, tries to kill him and Bob. Yes, Felix is his name. Felix, yeah. And yet, somehow, after the episode, it's like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's constant <laughs> mm-hmm. with them, back and forth, which is a lot of fun to I watch. I traded my, brothers, <laughs> my brother for money and sex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, bad things are bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They have their own song. Yes, they do. <sighs> oh, my God. Oh, it scared the shit out of me. I don't think he likes Felix. I don't think he does either. Mm-hmm. You should, though, because he's a great character. Yes. He's a terrible person, but he's a great character. Mm-hmm. Good, very good distinction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't go without a Mr. Fish Odor mention. Yes. <laughs> he's played by Kevin Klein, who's... I like him. He's a very funny actor. Things are bad, Bob. Things are very bad. <laughs> Felix, Felix is the one who comes in and redoes mm-hmm. the bathroom, too. Mr. Fitchroder comes downstairs to find the kids running a casino <laughs> out, of, out the of the basement. And instead of shutting it down, he takes them for all their worth. Yes. He does. Playing the rules of their casino. <laughs> and then he truly expects to be paid. Yes, he does. <laughs> he wants his $5,000. From kids. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of character he mm-hmm. is. 
That's the one where Bob gets his finger crotch stitched up. Finger crotch. Oh. <laughs> so oh, he's I got his, his finger crotch uh-huh. stitched up and he plays rock, paper, scissors. With him and then like just uh, he can't throw scissors without grievously injuring himself and undoing the stitches. But he does it and wins. <laughs> yeah, and sprays blood all over everything. <laughs> just this little thin stream, but still. Uh-oh. Oh my god. And that's how he gets out of his $5,000 debt. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Because mm-hmm. Mr. Fishardter was knows about it, was mm-hmm. not expecting him to throw it. Yep. Uh, these are the kind of plots Bob's Burgers is known for. Yes. It's very good. It really, really is very funny. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a direction you would expect it to go. You're just like, wait, no. what? Wait a minute. Yeah, for almost every episode. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And then we were going through trying to pick our favorite episodes and it's like almost impossible. Almost impossible. Like we kind of did a few per season. Well, I uh, started doing a few. Uh-huh. And then I was like, no, some of these seasons are just too good mm-hmm. to pick just a couple. And and then I just kind of started writing a little blurb. Uh-huh. That's, you know, a sum up of most of the episodes. We'll go through them a little bit here. We started off with season one and I was looking at them. We were going over it and... You can't help but to, of course, name the first episode, which is Human Flesh. And uh, in case you didn't notice, it's a scandal over whether or not there's human flesh from the mortuary mortuary next door. door. Mm -hmm. And it it looks really bad. Yeah, where where there's human flesh served in Bob's restaurant. Because there's a health inspector that has it out for Bob because... uh, He loves Linda. Yeah, health inspector used to date Linda in high school and Linda chose Bob over, Mm -hmm. uh, over him. So he's very bitter, and this this is a theme that will come up a lot. A lot. And it's actually very hilarious. It's funny. <laughs> is that the one where Bob falls asleep in the coffin? No, that's Weekend at Mort's. That's Weekend at Mort's, okay. Yes. A couple things happen at Mort's, in case you didn't notice. No, mm. but they do have a coffin accidentally wheeled into their store. Yes. And the dude's coffin is full of him and candy. So, uh, <laughs> it, it oh. looks, yeah. They end up getting a lot of business, though, at the end because of people that want to try human flesh. (laughs) Yes. They just go around trying different things. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, we want to see what this is about. And then uh, he's about to get the all clear from the health inspector as they're coming in. And it's just like, "Ah, okay, but no, but you're clear. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely serve that here. And the second episode, which was just as good, was called Crawl Space. Yes. And in that one, he... He's up in the ceiling, mm-hmm. and I can't even remember why he's up there, but he finds out that there's space between the walls, and he goes in there to avoid his mother-in-law, Bob does, and he gets stuck. So he's just talking to the family through the walls. Yeah, he's he's talking to the people in the restaurant through the walls. Mm-hmm. He can stick one hand out of vent. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't, like, Tina or Louise think that he's, like, God or something? No, no. <laughs> Louise acts like he's a ghost, brings in her friends, and <laughs> it sounds like he's a ghost talking to them through the walls. Uh-huh. Mr. Fraun, she claims that he's dead, you know? Uh-huh. He died. He, he's in the store. And he, you can hear him talking through the walls. He's like, oh my god! <laughs> and it just goes on from there. The art crawl was the next episode I had on there. <laughs> Which yeah. we've already kind of talked about. That's when Gail came in and hang all the animal anus pictures. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> and Linda censored them with pink. 
underwear. Pink underwears. <laughs> it was very funny because Louise enslaved her siblings and some other children to make art so that she could make money. Mm-hmm. Grab the art girl. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she uses it to pay off a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> or a pending... A pending a lawsuit. Po- a possible lawsuit, mm-hmm. yeah, from the art crawl organizers. Louise, where did you get this money? Shh, 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 shh. Art crawl, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of shh, 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 shh. Don't worry about it. It's the art crawl. It's the art crawl. So Louise saved the day again. She does mm-hmm. that a lot, actually. She does. And then we skipped to season two. Uh-huh. And I couldn't decide on much in season two, so I put down the food trucking episode, which is number 18. Yes. That one's a pretty funny one because Bob gets a really crappy food truck mm-hmm. to compete with the other food trucks on the block. Yeah, they're parking in front of his store. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He gets Teddy to fix it up, and Teddy does something stupid to where if you press a button and mm-hmm. have something else going at the same time, the truck explodes. Explode, uh-huh. And uh, it does. <laughs> It explodes once, <laughs> and then Teddy redoes it again, and then they go to the food fest, and they're trying to win this prize by selling the most burgers, and all the kids lie to the customers about what's in the burgers, <laughs> so that they could sell more burgers, you know, like, oh yeah, it's grass-fed, or, uh-huh. oh yeah, it's free-range, or it's buffalo, or it's all organic, or it's 100% soy, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's whatever they want to hear, <laughs> and, uh... I feel like this takes place in Portland. It, yeah, in that episode, it feels kind of... Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, of course, they win, and people riot and flip the truck over, and they uh-huh. make their great escape late at night, and they flip the truck back over, and mm-hmm. they're halfway away when the truck explodes again. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a fun episode to watch. Yes. Just for the amount of chaos that the children create mm-hmm. versus... Everything falls apart and explodes twice. Yeah, I have to. I have to note before we get out of season two, uh, Bob Day afternoon. Oh yes. Yes, which I had to show you the the actual film Dog Day afternoon mm-hmm. to kind of give you a reference point. This is true. And it's loosely based off that, and it gives us the character of Mickey. Mickey, yes, and we see the- Mickey a lot after that. <laughs> uh huh. And he has various jobs, including Cardi, mm-hmm. and uh, there's one time where he's living with Bob and tries to tunnel into, like, the bank. Yeah. I'm just... <laughs> Through his wall. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> What's that? It's like, it's a poster for Big. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, about, it's about this kid who wants to be big, then he gets big, and he doesn't want to be big anymore, and his suits don't fit him, and then he's not bit, and he's small again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Behind the poster, Mickey. Behind the poster, yeah. (laughs) That's a hole. (laughs) Sing a song. The parakeet in my hat. Yeah. (laughs) Said, no, 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 no. It's another parakeet. (laughs) Stupid song. (laughs) It's really dumb. But it's on my my favorite Spotify playlist. Mm -hmm. Which I'll... You know what? With the blog, I'll I'll publish my uh, my favorite Spotify playlist. Perfect. Share it. Yes, because the, the music that goes with this is just... It's great. It really is. It's got... Just kind of briefly hit on it. You know, was going to hit a little more on the songs, but nah. Just check out the playlist. It has two albums, one that released in 2017 and one that released um, just a few days ago, mm-hmm. 2021. And uh, each album is about around an hour and 45 minutes. Yep. 
So it's a lot of great music that's just a joy to listen to. It is, and it's not mm-hmm. just music. They give you the lead-ins to the music. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they so. give you the kind of stuff surrounding the episode, so, you know, there's some context. Yes, which makes it great. It does make it great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a lot of cartoon soundtracks, like The Simpsons does that with theirs. See, I and didn't. I did, and I'm, I'm a huge fan of that format. Well, I decided so, I liked it, too. There you go. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's all I'll say about the soundtracks. They are wonderful. Listen to them. Yes. Or watch the episodes and hear them. Either way. Hell yeah. No, I had to go back and watch the um, the uh, Work Hard or Die Trying Girl episode just because it had been a while. And I'm like, I want to see the visuals to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of them really do work mm-hmm. well with the visuals. Which brings us to season three. Season three. I cannot pick a couple episodes from season three. Yes. So I recommend you watch all of season three, but I will give you a brief brief synopsis of season three. Yes. So in season three, mm-hmm. Louise gets her bunny ear stolen. Bob meets the one-eyed snakes biker gang. <laughs> Kids work for a pot slash blueberry farm. Everybody gets shanghaied on a cruise ship for cooking. Wonder Wharf gets a mechanical shark that goes crazy. <laughs> Tina wrecks the car and lies. Jean dates Courtney. Chet, the mannequin window art guy, stays with them. OT, the outside toilet, is found by Jean. <laughs> Tina becomes Topsy, the electrocuted elephant. Tina and Louise go to see boys for now, and Louise crushes on the lead singer. Yeah. And, of course, so much more. And there are so <laughs> many good plots in there. Like, if I didn't catch you on any of those one-liners, I, I, I don't know what else to do for you. Yeah, go check it out. I do to briefly mention, I love the Boys For Now episodes, just because the name. Not just the name. They have really <laughs> hilarious music that just makes you just go back and go, yeah, that that's... <laughs> that's one of them. Boys bands. Yeah. Uh, I Love You So Much is Scary. Yeah. The, the Halloween romance song it's really funny is is on my favorites list mm-hmm. um linda talks about how she thinks that there's uh they switch allens sometimes yes <laughs> and tina's like no they don't she's like yeah yeah they do <laughs> yeah they switch allen t- sometimes bobby <laughs> <laughs> don't tell teddy that he's a big allen fan well but, yeah yeah and boo 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 the lead singer yes the youngest and smallest yes louise not a person, not into boy bands at all. Sees him is like, oh my god, <laughs> I love him and I what? hate him so much. <laughs> he has a small face. I just want to slap it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's uh, still very much little kid. Yes, like <laughs> he's probably her age. See, yeah, seen outside the persona, it's like I want an ice cream. <laughs> I don't want to sit in the car seat. <laughs> so great. And the, the, the lead up moment. So that where she meets him and then goes, reels her hand back. It slaps him. It's extremely unexpected in the moment. And it's hilarious. That's all she wanted to do was to slap his face so hard. She's so ecstatic and joyful. doing she likes him so much that she has to slap him. Yeah. Slap the baby right off his face. They try to replace <laughs> Boo Boo at one point. Yeah, and they have like a talent 
competition or whatever. Yeah, for boys only. Boys only. And mm-hmm. that's when Tina meets, like, I don't know how many different boyfriends in an episode. <laughs> is that the one? Yeah. That is the one. I mm-hmm. need to watch that again. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Just because she has, like, a musical number for each of Every them. Every one of them. And has, like, fantasy sequences. Yes. And she runs into one again that he's that she's had, like, a love triangle in her head with. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't remember you at all. Hey, have you met my friend Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then in her head, it's like, uh, I love you, Tina, but I don't know how to date you because you're my best friend's girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, she has a lot going on behind the scenes. She does. And in real life, it's like silent uh, stares. Yes. <laughs> That's one also need to go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. She has an entire relationship with the boy through stares, mm-hmm. and he's just not. No, not even yeah. aware. There's, there's a meme of Tina doing that stare, like the the mm-hmm. let down stare. Mm-hmm. The... the um, the gentle letdown. Yes. Okay, hold on. Let me just give him a gentle letdown with my eyes. Leans back, stares, and then leans forward. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Which is the same stare she's yeah. been giving him the whole time, only now she's <laughs> leaning back. Yeah. And, and he just stares back like, what the? What fuck? is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Creepy. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes, and of course, mm-hmm. the one-eyed snake spiker gang. Mm. I mean, you just gotta watch that because, yes, it's actually a biker gang called the one-eyed snakes we mm. all know what a one-eyed snake is of course but that's what i'm saying why would you name your biker gang because it's a pubis it's pubis so but there's a lot of great stuff going on in there and yes oh the Hush. outside toilet yeah ot the outside toilet and this is a Advanced Japanese toilet. It runs on batteries. And it talks. And talks. It has full-out conversations with Gene. <laughs> it's his best friend that he finds in the middle of nowhere. Uh-huh. Because it fell off a truck. And it only has, like, a moderate intelligence AI. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> like, Siri level. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. That's all it takes, and he's just mm. in love. He's enamored with this toilet. Mm-hmm. And he like... has to save the toilet. I think that's the first time I found out what a compost toilet was. Mm-hmm. And you had to describe it to me, I went, ew. Yeah, that's a compost toilet. Ew. Mm-hmm. You need to refill my water tank. <laughs> <clears throat> Season four. four. Bob gets food poisoning on Wait. a float trip. Can I, do, can I do background music while you do your splurge? Sure. <laughs> Bob gets food poisoning on a float trip. The turkey goes in the toilet again and again. They make a Super Bowl commercial poorly. There's a wine tasting train. Linda becomes psychic. Bob makes a horse, becomes a horse equestronaut for Tina. Louise gets a toothache. Gene becomes a cheerleader, and Felix tries to kill Bob and Mr. Fishoder. Christmas in the Car was good, because it was a dual parody. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's one episode in particular I just have to briefly touch on. Okay. The Equestronauts. Yes, the Equestronauts. It's one, yeah, I had seen uh, at the time of airing, 
And I used to be, for those who are not in the awares. His shameful past. <laughs> it's not shameful. Oh, I sorry. Enjoy, I enjoyed my time. His bright and joyful past. <laughs> His bright, my bright and joyful backstory. I used to be a brony, folks. Full costume? No. Ah. Oh. Well, minimal costume. Pony ears. That was about the extent of it. Pony mm. ears with human accessories. Mm. I still have friends from it. Yeah, the Equestronauts episode came out, and I actually got to participate in a live chat with one of like the storyboard artists, and I got to ask the question, did you see the Bob's Burgers Burnley episode? And they're like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but long story short, you uh, are sitting in the living room, mm-hmm. and the that episode is on. I am in the kitchen cooking, and it's like, oh, the Equestronauts episode. I have to say, this is a very accurate depiction. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to a certain point where, like, the dude is making out with the camel toe horse. Mm-hmm. And then you slowly turn to me. And I'm just, like, looking at the TV, looking at you. Long pause. <laughs> and I say, I'm sorry to say that's not entirely inaccurate. <laughs> When, when you say horse, you mean figurine. I mean boy. figurine, yes. Mm-hmm. With the fi- the rare figurine that has the camel toe. Yes. That's, I want to make that's, sure everybody understands. Yeah, that's, that's We're the, talking a full-out human. In a horse costume. Making out yeah. with a horse toy. A horse toy, yes. And it's like, mm, mm, yeah. He's I, sucking the youth out of it. I he was sucking the youth out of the toy, okay? I forgot about that. I don't know about that <laughs> much, but I never witnessed anything. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but some people. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It's a thing. I don't want to go into any more detail than that, mm-hmm. but it's like, I wasn't personally. No. <laughs> um, Were you not? No. <laughs> no. No. Good. No. But anyway, so, no, it's basically, I have the same opinion now as I did then. It's like, it was mostly good, but the vocal minority that really ruined shit for everybody, you know, that's probably in every group. Yeah. Yeah. And there, it was a big group, so, you know, there were more of them. Yeah, but it's still a good episode. It's a hilarious episode. I mean, is... Bob learns all, all of the Equestronaut stuff, <laughs> including Tina's fan fiction. <laughs> that got mixed in. He had to blend included in. included zombies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so he's like, oh, we have to get to him before he uh, tries to reference it. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> and the the um, the Equestronaut's theme song is also on the soundtrack. And it includes... Oh, hey, Tina, you must be enjoying having Chariot back. Hey. What's going on? I'm packing up Chariot. What? Why? Oh, I'm just getting a little old to play with dolls, you know. But thanks for getting her back. Hooray! Tina, play with the doll. <laughs> but I'm too old to... Tina, play with the doll! Play with the doll, Tina! Come on, do it, hey. Daddy! Play says. with it! Hey, okay. Make it jump! <laughs> oh, but it doesn't... I know it doesn't jump! You know how I know that? Because I read 3,800 pages of Equestronaut crap! Yep! Good night! <laughs> Oh, that was great. And he gets a tattoo. 
Yeah. They're starting to hold him down to put a terrible tattoo mm-hmm. on him. And mm-hmm. he ends up being a nose and mustache by the time they're done because they stop him. Uh-huh. So, if you're ever watching after that episode, he always he has that has tattoo it. on his back. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Good continuity. But anyway, sorry, I just had to briefly pause and note that episode. Oh, no, I I understand, because I would love to go back and talk about the turkey in the toilet episode. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. (laughs) But no, I think they should just go watch the turkey in the toilet episode. Yes. Yes. And the same with the food poisoning episode, which is great, because Mm -hmm. it doesn't have the kids in it much. Mm -hmm. It focuses on him and Linda Mm-hmm. And him being a stupid man, I'm sorry, but men can be no, stupid. No, you're fine. So can women, but he refuses to admit he mm-hmm. has food poisoning on a float trip. Ah. And everything goes downhill from there. Mm-hmm. And it's freaking hilarious. I forgot about that one. That's where the kids and the and them are separated, right? They have to find each other? No, they had to find their way back to a like hotel. A yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, <sighs> we moved on to season five, and this season is my five. last little blurb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for season five, <clears throat> are we ready? Ready. Jean has a diehard musical. Tina dates a ghost. Bob and Teddy do stuntman camp to lose weight. There's a turkey run gone wrong. We meet Bob's father. Linda goes blonde. Teddy makes homebrew. Bob wants a community garden plot. There's an essay contest for a trip out with Gail. Bob becomes obsessed with remote-controlled helicopters. Kids have a garbage fashion show at the behest of Mr. Frond for a chance to escape detention. Linda has a terrible birthday. And there's a water balloon fight for rent raises at Mr. Fish Odor's house. <sighs> you did good, honey. Mm. Where Bob sings 99 red balloons at the end of Yes, it. he does. It's glorious. It is glorious. And mm-hmm. he wins. Yes. He wins, he wins the fight. Mm-hmm. Not that it matters in the end, but still. <laughs> and the house is my favorite episode, Work Harder, Die Trying Girl, which I won't describe. You'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it had a lot. I mean, the episodes are just great, no matter what season you're in. But yeah, it there's ma- so many good episodes. It makes me want to watch the movie Working Girl just to go back and watch that episode yes. and understand it more. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my favorite out of there is the Turkey Run. <laughs> turkey the, Run. The the Turkey Run where they they decide to skip Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and go do the Turkey Run, which apparently. They treat a lot like Jurassic Park at the beginning. The turkeys have gone crazy. Yeah, they do the shooter scene. Yeah. And there's not just turkeys, there's chickens mm-hmm. and geese, too, because mm-hmm. Felix was in charge of getting the birds, and he sucks. Uh-huh. And it's the one-eyed turkey that's in charge of everything. <laughs> and they go after them in the oh. theme park, and they chase them through the town, and it's mm-hmm. just, it's very funny. And there's a spaying teacup ride, which Mickey was in charge of. But he abandoned. He abandoned with all the kids on it, yeah. I thought they'd be safer there. No, you just ran for your life. Nope. So I, I took it over from season six on. Yep. As far as the episode descriptions. And I basically just kind of did synopses of notable episodes. Okay. Um, sliding Bobs, which, mm-hmm. you know, a play on sliding doors. Yeah, they recount Linda and Bob's first meeting and the fact that Linda was super attracted to his mustache. Yes. And uh, it's the kids each retelling, which I love when the kids tell stories mm-hmm. on the show, because it's the... the Linchpin of awesomeness. It is, yes. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it's the one story per act break mm-hmm. um, format, which is fantastic. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's what would have happened if uh, Bob did not have a mustache. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them, the, really the only one I remember, but it's real funny, is um, the one where he gets a mustache, like a robotic mustache, mm-hmm. a la Robocop, <laughs> and fights crime. Yes, there's that one. <laughs> or the other one where Linda mm-hmm. ends up with the inspector. Yes. And so all the kids are blonde and totally yes. different. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the episode, there's a like the the inspector's partner. It's like, hey, uh, do you ever get the feeling that we're kind of meant to be together? Like, not this again, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> it's called fate, mm-hmm. and it's great. It's the only way to remember. Oh my. Anyway, then there's the hauntinging. Which is on uh, among IMDb's top-rated episodes. Yes. Uh, where the family tries to scare Louise, who has, uh, on her recollection, never been scared. Yes. And uh, well, they succeed. Yes. <laughs> and it's pretty not great. the way you would think, though. No. So, yes, <laughs> yeah. you, sh- you should watch that episode because it starts mm-hmm. out, and you think, yeah, that's exactly what my parents would have done. Mm-hmm. Corniest shit ever. Uh huh. And then it gets. Keeps going. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. I would have been scared. It's real good, yes. I would have been like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yes, I don't have much for the middle seasons. Not that they're not good seasons. It's just, you know, these are the episodes that stick out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have season seven, the first one of which is Flewies. Mm-hmm. Where which we she... talked a little bit about. Yes. Uh, she goes on a fever dream. Because her, um, she has the flu, mm-hmm. and uh, she wants her toy, uh, Kuchikopi, which is destroyed by her family. They put him in the oven. On accident. On because, accident. Because her mother dropped him in the toilet. He dropped him in the toilet, which they could have just squeezed the water out. And washed him. Washed him, yeah. But they needed him to be dry now. Because Louise is very particular, mm-hmm. so they put him in the oven for too long. And then Gene tried to fix him and end up squishing the face. Mm-hmm. And now he's ugly. <laughs> and then, oh, and then uh, mm-hmm. Teddy came in, tried to fix him, and gave him boobs. Yes. <laughs> With his heat gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so he becomes very ugly. Yes. And so she uh, dreams about going through the land of Kuchikopi mm-hmm. and all its characters. And apparently there's a whole lore which the toy store owner informs them about. Yes. And, but, yeah, it's it's pretty great. It was actually mm-hmm. very funny. It's a great uh, musical episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a te- Tina Witch. <laughs> Tina Witch. <laughs> Tina <laughs> becomes cursed by the crossing guard and learns how to become a witch by the librarian. Yes. Who <laughs> imbues her with superpowers because she's a witch. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she totally <laughs> believes it too. <sighs> the crossing guard goes, sure, whatever, at the mm-hmm. end. <laughs> And curse you. Mm-hmm. Just, just having fun with them. Yes, it was. It was a very great episode. There was a mm-hmm. lot of just yeah teen witch. It was. It was teen witch. <laughs> yeah, and it was hilarious. Yes, it was. Tina was drunk on power. She was drunk on imaginary <laughs> power. <laughs> Fear the Briannas. Fear the Briannas. It's a whole other show. That's which... a whole other show, but it, it reminds we, me of that, which we might do actually once it's done. We might. Uh, Wellington Paranormal, watch mm-hmm. it. But 
Uh, so I jumped to season eight, and this is one that you didn't like just because of uh, it plays with the art style a lot. Yes, it plays it's, with the art style, and it yeah. upsets my eyes. Brunch squash, which mm -hmm. I get because that does take focus away from the episode. But basically, what it is is the the crew, uh, the right the writing crew wrote an episode, mm -hmm. and I think they they used fan art. Yeah, they set it mostly in the Bob's Burgers location just for simplicity. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they used fan art for the entire episode, uh, including the beginning, in which you know they just let the artists roam free uh, with like the styles. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm not sure the intervals, but it's like maybe every few shots it changes. Well, it kind of yeah. Mm -hmm. Every time they leave a room. Yeah. It, it goes into another mm -hmm. artist's rendering of it. So, yeah, basically each artist is given, like, a scene yeah. or a few shots to play with, and they, uh, like, they, they get to play with them. <sighs> and, yeah, it's a trip. It, um, it's a trip. Um, and only... Mm -hmm. It's a good show. It's a, yeah. it's a good episode. It's just that I am so particular. Yes. I, I have a hard time visually. And I could find the humor in the, the visual of it, but it just grates on my eyeballs. I understand. I liked it for the ambition of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, that was the, good. Yeah, but I, I understand. It's a lot for your brain to process. Like, once you get used to one, then you get to another. It's like, oh, that one's not bad. And then the next one, oh, oh no. <laughs> it's taking a grater and they're going... <laughs> I'm not gonna single. I'm not gonna single any particular artist's uh, workout, but you know, because a lot of work was mm -hmm. put in. But interesting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't a good episode. It was a good episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think I just thought that was worth a mention because it's just very experimental. Mm -hmm. The bleakening. The bleakening. Bleakening. Lin Linda's party is sabotaged, and the kids think it was the anti-Santa. Uh, Teddy tells them about old lore piece of uh, myth called the Bleakin. Mm-hmm. Not Ooh. Krampus. Not Krampus. Just, this one just, like, comes and takes your Christmas shit, like mm -hmm. the Grinch. And it's really funny, because, you know, that's, all the songs on there are also in the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And I, the best part of that is, uh, much like Gremlins before it, finding the absolute horror in the song do you hear what i hear mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they they take and make their own rendition of it yes that's a good one it was very funny mm -hmm. uh go tina on the mountain tina with the help of a local hermit wants to go over a rope bridge during a rainstorm uh the hermit is not a hermit <laughs> yeah pretty much the hermit is glamping mm -hmm. <laughs> of her own free will of her own free will yes and just has run away from society. Yes. So, yeah, that's, that's a real good one. That uh, was actually a lot of fun. Something old, something new, something Bob caters for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob caters the wedding of a couple who met in a store four months ago. Yes. And it's very fast. Is <laughs> and Bob is just awestruck. You met in my store? Linda's like, four months ago? Mm-hmm. And everything that could go wrong? Does. Yeah. It's exactly what I picture would happen <laughs> in that situation. Yeah, and Bob is just obsessed with getting at least his part of it 
perfect. Mm-hmm. Which, no. Nah. Can't have that. No. And there's a real good song in it uh, called This Wedding is My War Zone, sung by Bob. Mm-hmm. And I'm the doctor in it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, just one of the boys for now, for now. That's the one we were talking about earlier. Yes. When Boo Boo quits. When Boo Boo quits. And they have, well, it's not on the soundtrack, is uh, like the song they try to sing where it's like uh, uh, three three is a great number or whatever mm-hmm. of boys. Yeah, three is adequate. <laughs> three is an adequate number of boys. Mm-hmm. And then the right number of boys for you is for forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After they get him back. Of course. Uh, every which way but goose. Oh, this is going into season nine. I did not mark it. Oh, well. But yeah, this is the end of season nine. Every which way but goose. Tina befriends a goose. Yes, the goose mm-hmm. was her best friend. I totally empathize with her. Yeah. We have ducks at work. We do. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not, we, we watched them grow up as babies. We did. Mm-hmm. And then they disappeared. They grew up so fast. They did. Mm-hmm. And then they disappeared. They disappeared and they were replaced by other ducklings. Yes. We don't know what happened to them. I it's don't a know. little ominous. We think they were moved. Yes, I think they were moved. But, yeah. But, yeah, yes, yeah. no, Tina befriends a goose who then, you know, is totally... <laughs> a goose. A goose. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, geese are very loyal. They're right up there with dogs. You know about... I forget what the goose's name is, but there's a certain goose who followed this guy around mm-hmm. and was very friendly with people. He is actually in one of the OK Go videos. But yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's in the video for uh, In Love. Which I think is what probably this episode is mm-hmm. based off of, is the dude with the goose. Could be. Yeah. yeah. And the you know it's a stop. It's a video where they're all doing like stop motion with mm-hmm. basically their bodies, and yeah, there's a part where the goose in regular motion just kind of goes, "What? What are you doing? What?" Mm-hmm. Just goes around mm-hmm. them a bunch of times. Because geese are awesome, just like dogs. Mm-hmm. Geese are dogs <laughs> of the bird world. Yes, when they're not completely mean. Season ten, the rain, but not scary. I mainly put that one on there for the title. Well, it was a good episode, too. I mean, they lose a a ring. Yeah, they lose the engagement ring that Bob wanted to get Linda for their engagement, but he's giving it to her for their their wedding anniversary. Mm -hmm. They lose it at a water park. It's a water park, and they scour the entire thing. Mm -hmm. And that's the episode where she's trying to give Gail eye drops. Oh, yeah. And that makes it just that much funner. That's the one uh-huh. where uh, they're trying to keep Linda out of the house. Yes. And then Linda comes back to see them not there. Well, where the hell are they? Linda, have you been lying to me about being married and having kids? Even though she's met them. Many times. <laughs> Many times. Yes. Because she's crazy. <laughs> it's real funny. I mean, you should have seen the fights they were having with Linda trying to put the eye drops in for her pink eye. <laughs> pink uh... eye caused by cats. <laughs> too many cats with infections. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, speaking of Gale, Yerdy Rotten Scoundrels. That one is one of my favorites. Yeah, Linda and the kids try to hype Gale's outdoor art class while it's going on. Like, they attend it and go, yeah, that sounds like a good idea, Gale, or whatever. Mm, Linda and Tina. Linda and Tina, yeah. And only one and other person shows up. Yes, 
Well, I think it's a couple other people, no, right? No, it's one. Oh. It's Linda, Tina, and the blogger. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the uh, person who they found out has an, a blog where she goes to events and makes fun of them. Yes. It tears them apart. And then uh, chaos ensues. Yes, very much so. <laughs> this this show is not shenanigans ensue, it's chaos, chaos ensues. Yes. But it ends on a happy note. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. It does end on a happy note. Most most of the episodes do. Yeah. Somehow. It's a, it's a very positive show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very positive show that just radiates joy energy. It really does. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of humor. It deals with some hard shit sometimes. This time, not so much. But sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have season 11. The last season that has aired thus far as of this recording. Season 12 is in just a few days. Maybe yes, a week. Yes. Very exciting. Cannot wait. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Diary of a Poopy Kid. <laughs> bite the name. It's a good one. That's another, like, three-story one. Yeah. Gene eats bad chicken parmesan. <laughs> yes, it gets food poisoning. <laughs> it's food poisoning, so his family has to tell him stories about the dinner that he missed. Yes, well, they're trying to make him hate food because hate food. he oh, can't yeah. eat Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. And, um... Well, I don't like know a, that they do that good a job of making him hate the food, but... No. One's like a, de- a film noir detective story. Mm-hmm. One's, one's mm-hmm. based on Predator. Yes. But it's the Predator. The Predator. <laughs> it's a Predator that's made of made entirely of baked breads. Yes. Well, everything in there is, is a baked product, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, the, or turned into a baked product at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. He turned them into muffins. <laughs> I look delicious now. Uh, romancing the beef, Bob and Linda turn the restaurant into a Valentine's date spot. Yes. And uh, it's basically to get more out of the seating area because mm-hmm. they're all booths. So all the booths have like a weird shaped piece of cardboard between yes. <laughs> the sides. But it's for Valentine's. It's like they could have done it more efficiently by putting it the other way and having them sit beside each other. You can't do things that make sense. <laughs> Plus, they, they've got candles lit and all this other stuff. And yes. violating so many codes. Yes. And then they keep lying to the inspector, telling him his date is in the bathroom. Yeah, I forgot about that. So that they can keep their business open a little longer. There's die card or card trying. Linda gets the family to pose for the perfect holiday card. Yes. The, the holiday card of her dreams, like her family had. Yes, but they're doing mm-hmm. it after Christmas. Yes. And they're doing it on a mountain mm-hmm. in the cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not the... It's not the best. Smartest thing you could do, but... They try to get, like, the lighting just right, and... <laughs> they uh, try to get other people to take the picture for them. Linda's very upset about <laughs> that, yes. Uh-huh. They get threatened by the... The park, uh, the ranger. park ranger. Yeah. To be clear, she um, she almost loses the camera mm-hmm. because it's over a, like, yeah, it's in the mountains. Mm-hmm. and It's an outlook in the mountains. Yeah. It, t- it tumbles uh, into a hole in a rock pile, which, you know, faces like a, a cliff face. And she reaches through and grabs it. But the dilemma is she can't fit her hand back through and the camera. So she's going to have to drop it. And the perfect picture that's on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she refuses. And she absolutely refuses to mm-hmm. let it go to save her arm. Yep. 
it's true. And then uh, the park uh. ranger's all like, if you don't leave, I'm going to revoke your park pass. And they're like, what's a park pass? <laughs> He's like, you don't have a park pass? <laughs> no, we didn't say that. Yep. It, it was very funny. I'm going to put you in park jail. Park jail. <laughs> oh, no. Which is really just a room that you sit in with me. Punishment enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's here's one of my absolute favorites. E to Tina Tambien. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tina is trying to learn Spanish, and she does so by listening to Spanish language lesson tapes, which have... A boy. Yeah, it has a scenario in them, like, you're going on a vacation with your family. And she falls in love with the boy on the tape. Yes. And so she is listening to tape. She fast-forwards through all the other parts to talk to this imaginary Spanish boy <laughs> she's on this trip with. and she's in total love <laughs> and infatuation with this boy on a tape but she learns her spanish she does yes uh some kind of fender benderful yeah bob tries to sort out a four-person fender bender which is chaos That's chaos because each one of them is lying about something well bob's not yes bob tells the truth through the whole thing Mm-hmm. And the others are all trying to gang up on everyone else to get the blame pushed. Mm-hmm. And it just... <laughs> it's a mess. It turtles all the way down. It turtles all the way down. And it's exactly like what would probably happen in real life. Yeah. So... Absolutely. <laughs> it's That's what's scary about it. It's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Another one... That just gets a brief mention. Uh, I forget the episode name, but it's the one where the whole thing hinges on Bob getting tickets to cake. And not the band cake. Patty cake. Yeah, patty cake. It's basically a parody of Stomp. Mm -hmm. But except for, like, them making random noises, it's just like... It's It's patty cake. Patty cake. (laughs) Extreme. Extreme patty patty cake. cake. We never see it on screen, but we hear it, mm-hmm. and we see Bob enjoying the hell out of it. Yes. And they try to teach <laughs> Tina how to do mm-hmm. different types of, mm-hmm. well, I don't even what you call it, patty cake, I guess. Yes. And she just can't. She can't for she the life of her. She can't. Mm-hmm. That was funny. <laughs> I was it all was like, ooh, funny. something I can do. And just can't grasp it. It's a skill. It's a skill I have, and I can see that Tina doesn't. Yeah, I feel better. <laughs> hey. <laughs> My life is better. <laughs> terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> Especially when I'm comparing myself to a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. To feel better. Mm-hmm. I got skills. Mad, Mad skills. Mad skills. But yeah, that's that's Bob's Burgers. In or a nutshell. at least, you know, some of it. Some of it, yeah. There's a lot more. There's... 11 seasons where it's soon to be 12 yes and soon to be a movie mm-hmm. do we think bob will continue to run like simpsons yeah i don't see why not you think it'll go on forever i don't know about like 30 seasons that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. if family guy can get 30 fucking seasons oh god i know i know it's on it's like 20 something enough about that one though uh, <laughs> I think I think Bob will run as long as they can get material out. Yes. Well, if they keep combining Bob and Archer, <laughs> I mean, because they did do that once. 
They did. Season four, episode one of Archer mm-hmm. has has a little Bob's Burgers crossover. Crossover, event yeah. In the Archer land, so in, it's it, Archer. Yeah, it's not fashion. It's not canon to Bob's Burgers at all. What other than the characters? And yeah, the characters show up. Only Linda is really in there, though, like in voice. In voice, yeah. The others are yeah. just kind of the rest of the kids are uncharacteristically silent. Silent, yes. Yes, and, and uh, of course, <laughs> Archer is Bob. Yes. And uh, they're all done in that animation style, too. In the Bob and the uh, Archer animation mm-hmm. style, yes. Which is totally, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> it's just Archer with a mustache, mm-hmm. but with the same voice. Mm-hmm. It's real funny. <laughs> it really, really was. I think they could get a little bit of a run out of that. I think so, yeah. I showed you an animation that does try a crossover in Bob's Burgers style. These clips from both shows. Mm-hmm. And it's a little clumsy in places, but good effort. Bob, <laughs> why does that man sound like you? Yep. That would be funny. <laughs> would be hilarious. I don't know. That was that was Bob Barker. Recommended so. by How many uh how many borfs do you give it there, Maxie? <laughs> five and a half out of five. That's a strong recommend. Theo also approves. We are on Twitter. We are at Order of the Snoot. Or we're on Instagram at Order of the Snoot. Mm-hmm. You can find our, our cute cute snoot boops there. <laughs> Theo and Max. Yep. You can find us on Facebook, of course, Facebook.com slash Order of the Snoot. You can find our show on the Omniplex at theomniplex.org slash Order of the Snoot. Omniplex being our the par- sister yeah. slash parent. Yeah, the sister show. The sister show. You, we we welcome we welcome your suggestions, your comments, mm-hmm. uh, or you know, just say hey. Send us some pictures. Send some pics. Send us what you like about past shows we've done. Mm-hmm. Tell us something you want to show on. Yeah, and uh, send us pictures of your pets. We 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 want to see those snoots. We really do. All the snoots. All the snoots, which I have to mention, uh, our Instagram only likes pictures of the snoots, the snoot babies. The snoot babies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, pointedly. So, email us at orderofthesnoot at gmail.com. Or you can rate and review us on iTunes, Podchaser, or your favorite podcatcher. You know, it helps us out a lot for you to go on there and... Tell us we're doing great or tell us we're doing bad, you know. Yeah. Give us some pointers. Let us know what you think and uh-huh. we will auto-correct and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, get better with time. Yes. But, you know, that also helps uh, boost our, our position on, like, the lists and whatnot and gives us better, you know, coverage. Yeah, so people can actually see we exist. Exactly. Because yes. we don't exist unless you know we exist. Exactly. So, please, help us to exist. Help us exist. We yearn to exist. We do. (laughs) It's true. Do you exist, Maxie? If it were not for our not being, we would not beat us we are. I don't think he's sure. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, this cast has been a production of two faithful members of the ever-growing Order of the Snoot. Yes. And. Just a reminder. We're, we're not, not a, a cult. cult.